Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Brett Keen, and you are watching and listening to The Brett Keen Show. Make sure you check out my international radio station. All links can be found in the description. You can also check out my book, some of my merchandise, and my YouTube store. Yeah! If you go to the front page, there's a tab now that says store, and you get to see all my goodies, all my tricks and treats and such. Well... On Friday, 7 p.m., usually I do live shows, but this time I'm going to be scheduling for Saturday, and we're going to be having a new co-host up called Captain Stump, and uh, we'll see how that goes. He's got a bunch of interesting topics. I like the guy. I've complimented him repeatedly, and I think it's going to be fun. There will probably be some other uh, YouTubers as well who will show up and do their thing could be non-believers could be religious members of course are always welcome if you're a member of my youtube channel then you'll get to see the link on how to get into the actual show and all that i'm not putting it out in the public anymore like i said prior to this video because i've been getting a lot of trolls i guess the more popular you get the more it rains assholes from the sky so fame has its advantages and disadvantages. What are you going to do about that? Well, today I thought I'd give some people some tips on how to win the internet. How to basically get known, have your name out there, become a household item, and also how to be how to defeat your enemies that you will inevitably get. You see, there's a problem whenever you get famous on the internet, ladies and gentlemen. It's a problem for anybody that becomes a celebrity or becomes popular. There's always that, you know person who doesn't like your face they don't like the way you sound they don't like the things you talk about and you might even if you're very friendly and you're very kind if you say something like oh i didn't really care for that song or i wasn't uh totally wrapped up or committed to that movie somebody else out there might adore it and worship it like a god and then the next thing you know, you got somebody who hates you just simply because you didn't like the new Supergirl movie or something like that, or because you don't play with My Little Pony toys. You'd be surprised the kind of things that people will work their way into hating you over. It could be anything. Even if you don't say anything that disagrees, even if you agree with everyone out there, Somebody's going to look at you and say, well, I just don't like the way this person's eyebrows look. I don't like that single nose hair that's sticking out. I don't like the way their mustache isn't uh, completely dynamic, where it's too long on one end and the other, or this person's head is lopsided. People always find something to bitch and moan about. They call it the chicken coop where I'm from. Uh, basically, a bunch of old ladies get into a room together and... They suddenly figure, can't figure out what else to talk about, and they just start complaining about random shit. And they usually start with people that they don't like or people they work with and all that. And then the next thing you know, it's a, a two-hour ordeal where a bunch of old asses are playing bingo and trash-talking the entire planet. <laughs> That's the way the Internet is. It's like a bunch of old hens out there just doing their thing. And then there's another group out there that are what we call the swine, the bottom feeders. They're the ones that roll around in mud and they like to play in the dirt. And if they can get you in the dirt too with them, they're extremely happy. 
My suggestion for you all when you're trying to do videos is just be yourself and expect the worst out of people. Always expect worst case scenario. And the reason why is because when you expect the worst from people and they do something that's actually positive or good, it actually surprises you. You're like, wow, I didn't know that son of a bitch had it in him. Very good. And you give him a little, you know, pat on the shoulder and applause. Very good. Very good. There's some morality left in you yet. Amen to that. <laughs> but if you think highly of people and you think, oh my goodness, they're always going to do the right thing. They're always going to do the, you know, make the best choices. Then my friend, you haven't experienced humanity then. Then you don't understand the psychology of the, the human mind and consciousness then. And that's your problem. <laughs> you see, one of the most beautiful and ugliest things at the same time about humanity is that we do have a good side to us and we have a bad side to us. And sometimes we think doing bad things will get us what we want easier and quicker when it usually will put us on an extremely hard road where inevitably we'll fail. So just be yourself. Don't try to be anything else than you are. Don't try to amplify yourself. Don't act like a wild animal. Because one day you might get popular and famous. And if you do, and you start meeting your fans and your audience and people like that, which I have, you will be, how shall I say, you can find yourself very quickly disappointed or even depressed to find out that the person that you're going out to eat with or to hang out with is not anything like they were on the internet. The internet's had a real problem with that, especially in the dating scene, hasn't it? People put up their best pictures, you know, the one where they got a picture done just right, but they're not turned enough to where you can see the arm growing out of their head or some kind of mutation or something like that. Or people put up fake images of themselves and you never know what you're dealing with. That's why a lot of people say, oh, hell no, I'm not doing a blind date. Well, that's what it's like in general with the internet. You're never going to know who you're dealing with. So you got to watch it with the whole trust issue. I've said it countless times. I love people. I care about people. I really do. But I have different levels of like trust that I put out there. Different levels. And then I, people kind of earn it like a video game. I'm a gamer. People kind of earn their levels. They go from level one, level two, if they're able to take on the big boss, man, I call my, my defensive wall that I put around myself. And it's really good. It's a healthy way to do things. Because there's a lot of people out there that will use you for all kinds of different things. They will use you if they think that they're going to get money out of it. They'll use you if they think they're going to get views. They'll use you if they're narcissistic. That's one of the traits, actually, of a sociopathic narcissistic person is they have absolutely no sympathy, no emotion, no feeling. They just figure, ah, I can get something off this person and this will improve my life. And that's it. And they'll tell you everything you want to hear up and down until finally they have no use for you. And then suddenly you disappear off the face of the earth. I've met a lot of people like that on the internet. Apparently the internet is the place where most psychopaths and uh, 
sociopaths and crazy people will prey upon what they consider vulnerable or weak. They even made a name for it. Cyber bully, cyber stalker, cyber attacker, cyber terrorist, all that kind of stuff. They even got words for it because it's so damn annoying what people have to deal with. Well, another thing too. If you decide that you want to do like a live podcast like I do, or you want to do interviews where you get this opportunity where you get to interview popular people or famous people, um, my suggestion is is that you actually, what I'm about to tell you is something that not all people are going to be able to do. You actually have to give a shit about what you're doing. And you can't teach people how to love. You can't teach people how to care. Some people will interview someone. Someone will do a show with somebody because they simply want to get views or they want to get big. Some people don't give a rat's ass about the person that they're interviewing. And that's one of the reasons why a lot of interviews are handled so poorly and so sucky and why some people are like, damn. I'll give you an example. Howard Stern. He doesn't give a rat's ass about any of the people that he has on his show. Neither does... Mr. Uh, what is his name? Not Bill Burr, that that atheist guy who's on the TV all the time. I forgot his damn name. Well, what he does is whenever people are talking, he'll ask them questions like he actually cares about the answer and then cut them off mid-sentence just so he can throw his crap out or try to be funny. Then you get some of these YouTubers who... And unfortunately, I know a guy out there that does this all the time, and I've politely told him not to do it, but he's like too ignorant to have, actually take any kind of wisdom or intelligence from anybody. He has this intensity where he wants to leave open the mic when people are talking. And then what he does is he goes, yeah, yeah, uh-huh, while you're actually trying to express your views. Now, how many of you are capable of having a conversation when there's someone sitting just right across from you into a loud microphone going, yeah, uh-huh, yeah, or even worse, they got some kind of respiratory issues where while their mic is open, you can literally hear them breathing like a damn wild rabid beast that's going to pounce at you while you're talking about something that's very personal or important in your life. I know this guy where not only does he do that crap, but he also huffs and puffs like Darth Vader when he's on the microphone. He's like, what is that? Is he having an internet orgasm? Is he flipping out? I don't know what the hell's going on. What is that? So you tell the person to mute, and then this is another really bad habit of some people. You tell them, can you mute your microphone because you're interrupting the conversation? And then instead of saying sorry and muting their microphone, they decide they need to spend the next 10 fucking minutes explaining to you and justifying why it is that they were doing that. Or they feel the need to say sorry 20 times to the point where you get to where you don't even know where you're at in the conversation or interview anymore. Yeah, I know this one guy, This there was a person that was talking about all this abuse that was happening in their life. And this asshole was sitting in the room with us while we were doing an interview. And the guy just kept going, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. 
Luke, I am your father. You know, <laughs> my goodness. <laughs> I did ask the guy repeatedly. I said, please, please, can you do something with that? Can you go to the hospital or something? Get that looked at, whatever the hell's going on with you. Or just learn how to hit the button. I've had to countless times tell people, for some reason, people getting to choking sessions when they're on my show, they'll just, <laughs> can you mute the mic? Um, we're trying to have a conversation here. Can you die a little bit more quietly is what I try to inform these folks. Come on, have some consideration for the people who are actually talking. So basically, the point of that entire rant is, if you're going to interview someone, make sure you actually care about the person, that you actually want to hear what they have to say. And I know there's some bastards out there, there's some folks out there where their interviews turn sour or something goes wrong. And the reason why is sometimes when people get in that vulnerable state on a live broadcast, they start talking about their personal life and they start sharing all their miseries and, and things that they may not have wanted the entire world to know. But for some reason, in that moment, they forgot they're being broadcasted live and they start going on and on and on. Well, there's a problem, ladies and gentlemen. If you're a good interviewer like I am and I've been complimented a million times, I get people away from that kind of shit. I tell them, hey... You're sharing some private personal information. If you'd like to talk behind the scenes, you know, off air, we can talk. But you're sharing a lot of, a lot of stuff, you know. And that may come back at you, as it tends to do on the Internet, because the Internet doesn't forget. They like to, people like to record, grab clips and all that. Next thing you know, your most vulnerable moment becomes a kicking while you're down. And you don't want that in your life. And unfortunately, some people out there who do shows and interviews, they don't care about that. They don't care if they're, the person they're interviewing takes massive amounts of emotional and psychological damage from an audience. So they don't even try to stop you. They just, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, is that so? Oh, is that what your daddy did to you? Is that what your mama did to you? Oh, she just watched? Hmm, and just keep on antagonizing the person, pretending as though they give a damn, so the person will just spill all the beans, and then they'll get massive views for embarrassing the piss out of the person. And of course, sad to say, some of these narcissistic bastards are so good at what they do. The person who's being interviewed, even though they take a, a bunch of swings and get hit over and over by the audience... They still actually think the person cared about them after it was all said and done. That's one of the saddest parts. They don't realize they've been used and abused. Could you imagine what that would be like being a person who's been abused in your life and then having being abused publicly on a live broadcast in front of a bunch of people? I've seen countless people do that kind of stuff. And one of the reasons why I'm such a great interviewer is because I care about these people and I know the certain cues and the certain specifics of what you don't want to put out there and what you don't. Unfortunately for me, even though I'm a good interviewer, sometimes the interviewee will tell me, oh, it's no problem. 
I'm fine. I'm cool with sharing all this stuff. I'm cool with putting my entire childhood experience out there on the internet. And unfortunately, nine times out of ten, if you do let that fly, they're going to get back to you sooner or later and say, damn, I took a lot of heat for that show. <laughs> it took a lot of, well, I did warn you, I did tell you, and you decided that you wanted to just continue on that track when I tried to take you on to a different, more positive road with things. So these are the kind of things you got to watch out for, especially when doing interviews. I know a lot of people, whenever they've interviewed me in the past, they deliberately tried to drag me out and bring up things that they knew were from 20, 30 years ago that nobody even give a rat's ass about anymore, stir up as much as they can. And that, to me, ladies and gentlemen, is a piece of trash. That's someone who's just trying to cause you harm and destruction. So, yeah, these are the kind of things you got to think about. The biggest tip I can tell you is, if you don't love this and you don't care about it, then you probably shouldn't even be involved or even trying to go for it. Now, if you're a narcissistic person, you don't have any feeling, you don't care who you hurt or who you destroy in the process, fine, if that's what you're looking for for yourself. But I can assure you this, if you are that type of person, if you're getting into a show or an interview or making videos, based upon just becoming popular or narcissism, in the end, you will be punished for that type of behavior. Because as you hurt people, it will come back on you. I am convinced that reap what you sow is real. I do believe in a form of karma. I do believe that if you're an asshole long enough, sooner or later you'll sit on your own feet. Some of my worst enemies in the entire world who made themselves my enemies have fallen at my feet. I have seen countless people who tried the best they could to tear me down, and all I had to do was just simply be patient. All I had to do was endure and have the patience of God in me. And sooner or later, these people were self-destructive. As they were destructive to other people, finally they would find themselves alone, irrelevant, and basically nothing anymore. And I do believe that God has something to do with that. I believe that if you're a bad person and you do bad things to people, that sooner or later the bad will catch up with you and you will be consumed in it. You will be eaten alive by your own filth and evil. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I hope some of my tips and suggestions help you out. Um, if you want to stop 80% of the aggravation I'm talking about, whether you love or care about the people that you're interviewing or doing shows with, learn how to mute your mic. Turn off the mic. That way people don't get the idea that you're just a jackass and you're annoying. No one likes a bunch of burping and noises in their ear while they're trying to talk or coughing or choking. <laughs> Jeez. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed the video. These are golden rules, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to succeed, just saying.